okay so i guess we'll start now so hello everyone welcome everyone i hope you all are doing well and uh, if you did not hear uh, the context uh, we have miss neha rao with us she is a clinical psychologist in delhi at the manas foundation and what happened was that i personally saw that just when the lockdown was announced and then um when like when the situation worsened my mental health fell down faster than the situation worsened and then there was this troll who came into my room the other day and he was like do a session on corona so i asked i thought what should i do what should i organize because i'm not a doctor i can't exactly help and um even uh, promoting the requirements and all was not that big at least there were not none coming to my way so then i thought of organizing this because i guess we all have already stayed in lockdown for entire year and uh, it's an achievement already that we are saying so now moving into the next 3 4 months with so much more bad news around us with so much more negativity and just daily you know information into our ears depression anxiety exactly i think it's about time that we take care of it we get the tools to deal with it and uh, spread awareness about mental health because yes it is a real issue with that i do welcome miss neha into our room so uh, i think you would be better to give your own introduction and then we'll get started okay thank you so much naman and i hope everybody is safe and healthy and well i'm sure this has this is a such an important conversation to have in these times because we can't control what's happening and uh, you definitely are doing a good job by covering this topic among your listeners so this is nice uh i you've already covered my background i am a clinical psychologist and i'm working at a uh, an organization called manas foundation i don't i'm not sure how many of you have heard it but that's a organization works towards gender justice and mental health so this is my background and that's it okay so um i guess then without further ado we'll get started with uh, we have framed this in a way that i have questions and then those questions we can discuss about them and that way you can also get um the answers to some really common questions with the first question being that with all this bad news in our ears every day literally every time i go down and uh, like just talk to my parents they have this one new news about someone who either got infected or lost their lives and i don't know how to receive that i don't know how to deal with that even with my friends even with even just scrolling on social media every day you get oxygen requirements and everything you see those and that gets in your i guess subconscious so how do you handle that how do you receive that I think Naman uh, it's difficult to control uh, the bad news these days and around us whether we get it from a friend or a family or somebody we know uh, and definitely bad 
uh, news trigger a spiral of emotions which becomes overwhelming to deal with and it's let's it, it's better that we know uh, on ourselves that how to deal with them because not everybody can afford uh, going to a counselor at this time because they are occupied with so many responsibilities that it's uh, whenever we hear bad news it's difficult for us to deal with those spiraling emotions that we feel in that moment and it becomes too overwhelming so it's good that we normalize those emotions and these emotions are mostly negative when we talk about emotions most people talk about happy sad angry guilt so whenever we hear the bad news is mostly negative emotions so it's okay to have negative emotions just remember that they are going to pass and you have to normalize them there's not a competition take your time to process it it's okay take your time take a break pull yourself from the situation think determine if you can do something about it then make a plan about it sometimes we find ourselves uh, jumping to worst conclusions so it's better that we don't jump to the worst conclusions and be mindful of be mindful of what we are doing in that moment just let those emotions pass that is what we can do because uh, ask ask who you got the bad news from if you can be of help if you can that's okay and remember that you're doing your best that's it yeah i guess um so to some you have to normalize the fact that when you uh, when you get bad news you will get bad emotions following them and there is no competition to that i feel i do not get affected or you do uh, rather it is normal to feel that way and then we need to slowly understand that if we cannot change anything then slowly that emotion will go away yes absolutely um so then something i feel like no one here listening should ever deal with but with the situation worsening every day sadly how do you even begin to deal with personal loss or even just someone around, someone really close to you even just getting infected because that spiral is very like i don't know how to recover from that when anybody goes through a personal loss they experience a series of emotions and those emotions become very intense for them so in order to deal with them it's better that we provide them sp- a safe space where they can just be themselves and vent out their emotions it the uh, emotions could be anything from ranging from anger sadness disbelief guilt so just be mindful of those emotions and let it come except except those feelings other than that what as a what what somebody can do when they are when somebody experiencing a personal loss they can be just be uh, present around them ask them how they how they can be of help uh, in stop be very genuine and empathetic in your communication instead of saying oh god uh, the person is in a better place now he uh, didn't 
suffer much or he it's a part of a bigger plan refrain yourself from saying that that person is already hearing a lot of these statements from people around him what he needs is a comforting space so just be very empathetic towards them even if you don't know what what you want to say to them just be there and just tell them that i don't know how to make it better and i, I don't know how to say but i'm here for you making sure that you're present with them is enough and people really appreciate honesty when you can be honest around them that yeah because uh dealing we we might not understand what the person is feeling at the moment so let's not try to understand what he is feeling just let's just try to be there for the person yeah i think that's that's actually really great advice because i had to face a situation where my friend uh, went through something and i had no idea how to even reach out and because we can't even go to meet her see her personally so yeah. over instagram what do you even say you have no idea and the fact that you can convey i am here for you is actually really really powerful um like personally thanks for that mm. um with that um how do you deal with loneliness anxiety and just social media in general so loneliness anxiety one side and then people resort to going to social media which probably makes it worse how do you deal with that i think uh, living in the situation we have become too dependent on the social media and with pandemic in our environment it has brought uh, social isolation and social distancing and lockdown so it has definitely created a sense of loneliness in i think every person in on this planet right now and definitely and the uncertainty uh that it is the lingering uncertainty of what might happen next because everybody expected that it will be over soon and it's not it's the second year in the pandemic so it's creating a lot of anxiety as well so what we can do by how we can deal with them is by being very uh active i think social media has a uh role to play in creating has both the roles actually it's a boon and a bane so it's difficult to say uh, we can use that platform for various uh, good things and various bad things it has created a dependency as well especially in the gen z generation so it's difficult how to say that we can't survive without our phones so i think what we can do is just give one hour selves uh, uh one hour in our day to ourselves so that where we don't use the social media in the morning once in one hour in the morning one in hour in the afternoon and one hour in the evening i think 3 hours and 24 hours won't makes much of a difference and also social media has a lot of information so and that is not right most of the times it needs to be fact checked so what you can do is just find your uh, find a uh, reliable source to get your information instead of social media just go to the official websites where you know that the, this information will be relevant 
other than that uh, it that also in, will definitely decrease your anxiety because the information that is being shared on the social media is uh, most uh can you hear me yeah 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 okay where did so, i where did you lose me finding another source of information after that yeah so i was saying because information that is shared on the social media also creates a lot of anxiety because people are sharing bad news and what's happening around the world and who went who is going through what so let's not let's just take uh, give ourselves 3 hours in a day each in the morning evening and night so that we have time to ourselves in that time that you can enjoy a cup of coffee take a tea break uh, do something you love just do that besides that how you can increase your anxiety and loneliness uh, is by staying connected with your family if if there's need to work in the relationship just work on your relationship spend some quality time with your family it's a very important uh, it's it's an important time to be present with our families because everybody we are sharing that anxiety with each other it's a collective anxiety so we don't know what to do uh we don't know how to go about it so by when you share that quality time you're redu- reducing your own anxiety with reducing their uh, their anxiety so you're shooting two shots with the one arrow other than that what you can do you can make a routine out of your life so because when we don't have anything to do throughout our day our tend our mind tends to overthink which is uh, which is the basic cause of our anxiety so what we can do is make a routine so that routine will help us ki okay this is what i have to do throughout my day i have set routines this is what time i should wake up this is what time i should exercise this is what what time should i eat so that means that you have a planned day and you don't have a time spare time to think about certain stuff that provokes your anxiety that provokes your triggers i mean i think all of i was taking notes when i was on mute while uh, you were uh, sharing those and all of this is actually really really powerful i mean i completely agree with this and like thanks for this is find a reliable source for your information share that anxiety with your family because they are going through the same thing and once you substitute the time you spend alone in anxiety with quality time with your family um you basically elevate everyone's um, mental health and again overthinking is the basic cause of our anxiety so plan your day in a way that you don't leave time for yourself to um, overthink a lot definitely so, anything else to add to this i mean these were actually really um, really great points uh one thing that you can add into this is uh finding uh, an activity that relaxes you so if i go into the technical terms in my field so we call it relaxation relaxation therapy so relaxation therapy can be anything for 
it's very subjective to people so whatever relaxes you any activity that relaxes you you can indulge into that so a lot of people say do yoga and meditation i don't recommend that because uh, it's like cliche so let's not be cliche just find what you love and what you enjoy and just go in the moment be in the moment with that activity yeah um that that's 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 good because i think yoga and working out and uh, drink water is all uh, i mean you should drink water but uh, it is all very cliche while maybe for someone doodling could be relaxing so yes i i agree now coming on to the next question which is that some people have relationship issues at their home some people have just suddenly got into the shock that now they have to spend 24 hours with someone who usually they have to spend maybe 10 hours or 12 hours a day and that has evolved into some disputes or just um, some miscommunication so how do you communicate that how do you when you talk, talked about sharing quitting your relationship sometimes people discover some parts of someone's personality sometimes which they did not know existed or just generally sometimes problems develop that have developed at least with my friends in this lockdown between them and their parents so with all of these relationship issues moving in the lockdown how does one communicate effectively how does one handle those <clears throat> okay so what happens when we live in a close space uh, so we start we tend to see the more the flaws flaws in our uh, parents or significant others or let's say uh, our siblings so everybody we love are not perfect we are not perfect so we have to believe in that and being in this pandemic and being in the lockdown has definitely made us made us see those those flaws every day and it's difficult i i i completely understand that it's difficult uh, to to not have good relationships at uh, at home but what we where we go wrong when it comes to this uh, these relationship is that we don't seek resolutions to our, to for our conflicts so what we can do instead it's we can communicate to them talking about how their behavior made them feel when we talk about when we talk about in terms of feelings it's very uh, easy for the con- for the conversation to flow and as well as uh, i'm sure talking about your feeling is awkward and difficult but you also need to understand that when we use blame and contempt and criticism in our conversation that usually happens in most conversation when we are not in good terms so that never helps so it's better that whenever you say something like for an for for example just say uh whatever you said to me last night made me feel insecure about myself so it's it okay if you don't say that again so that just helps them that we didn't blame them we just talked about how it made us feel 
second thing is uh, that some of the whatever they are experiencing whatever their emotions are uh, in that moment in a conversation or in a disagreement remember that sometimes it's not you sometimes they are also going through something we also have to understand uh, be also empathetic towards them that they yeah we lost you we lost you again i don't know what's happening what's i'm happening? sure this is a glitch in the app but i uh, can you hear me now yeah 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 just just I'm the second sure. i said we lost you uh, that's when we lost you okay i was saying that we also have to remember that sometimes it's it's not our fault uh when some when we are in an argument with our family members or disagreement so it's because sometimes they are displacing their own emotions and we only displace those emotions when we find who on who we find inferior to us like a parent to a child or a teacher to a student so because they can say and those those displacement happens because of the conflicts in their own lives so we also have to be very mindful if that happens you see if that's happening in your relationship just take a step back and don't in, uh, indulge in that conversation anymore other than that uh, uh, you can what you can do is find out your own trigger points because sometimes we become so unaware of our own emotions that we don't know what triggers us because uh, we don't know what's happening uh, we just feel sad why do we feel sad we feel angry but why do we feel angry where is the sadness and anger coming from so we also have to be very mindful of our triggers and emotions so that whenever that topic is in the conversation you can just say that i am not comfortable with this topic can we have this discussion later and also understand that some topics are untouchable so there are topics when they're uh, in the house that nobody wants to talk about so we can stop ourselves from from touching that topic and understand that okay this is it and i can't talk about it unless both the parties in the conversation are willing to do it so um when you talk about i i completely agree with the displaced emotion thing that sometimes someone is going with something entirely different but since now even in the lockdown the only person they see is you in their home and then they choose however so way to convey that displaced emotion and now you are not at a mentally good place as well they might have vented out or might have not and they could also do this because kind of they were at a higher authority level or something so mm-hmm. that is why or at their side it felt justified to do this because like you understand now how do you develop i can't like um this is just some example i'm taking from one of my friends so um how do you even deal with how do you say no that stop with someone higher in authority how do you say that no i'm not going to have this conversation i know Or it's difficult to create a safe environment for that matter uh so what happens is uh creating a safe environment depends 
knowing more about the environment so i can't really say how to create a safe environment right now uh okay. but what they can do is talk about uh, what they are feeling i as i said in my first point for as the first thing i said in this con- when this question started is that they can communicate through their feelings instead of using blame contempt criticism okay so, so i understand uh, it might be difficult for your friend to go through this but uh, i'll need more information to work towards this okay so but ha huh, so yeah hey, sorry no no you no, are okay but uh, finding uh, talking to your authority in a constructive way uh, say just saying that okay i'm not rad- ready to have this conversation right now or uh, i know that it is important for you uh, right, uh, to talk about this but can we have this conversation in a normal manner or a um or in a way that it's not hurtful to me or hurtful to you i don't want to at the end of the day what we want, why we don't seek resolutions to our problems is because we don't want to end up hurting each other in the conversation yes or in the, so just tell them that okay i right now i can't do uh much about it if they are pushing you to do something right now i'm not in the tell them that you're not in the mental space for this conversation even if it's your pa- uh-huh. parents because parents are uh, the authoritative authority figure at the in in our ha- homes just tell them that you're not feeling good to have this conversation okay so just communicate clearly and uh, try constructively. to constructively someone yes. asked a re- related question which is could you tell me how to reduce stress caused due to people at work trying to put the blame on you okay uh see uh i'm can i know your name i'm, I'm not sure how to pronounce it acharya is it that correct uh, i hope it is so <laughs> so i understand uh, right now it it must be difficult for you to create a work life balance acharya but uh, how to deal with other people letting you down is that you make yourself visible in the crowd because a lot of people are doing a lot of stuff and uh, just make your conversations uh, be 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 out there about your uh, whatever work you are doing whatever uh, that um, task that you have been assigned to be very formal in your conversation be very uh, if there is somebody who's blaming you for what you didn't do what you can do is just either confront that person which is not going to end well definitely but uh, if not then hi naman can you hear me yeah 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 i don't know why this keeps happening i am not so sure as well because my internet is perfect i don't think it's an internet problem no worries we'll continue so yeah just putting yourself out there and uh, being very clear and formal about what you're working on 
will help. Yes. Uh, and what you can do is uh, that whatever he's being, you are being blamed for. If you have, uh, you don't. If you don't have anything to, uh, what? How do I say it? Uh, oh my God. So I was just saying being, uh, as you said, being formal in your con conversation and being very uh, communicative. So ju you just go to that, you just have the evidence of that something you then didn't do. That you're whatever you're bl being blamed for. So because I know it's not related to stress, but it's the emotion that is coming uh, to you for being the blame. Uh, that is there so uh, I can only help you with the emotion but I can't really help you with the uh, your the work the work situation so I can help you deal with your emotions how whatever what you are feeling I can't help you I can deal, uh, help you with the, the stress that you're feeling at your workplace and how to maintain your work-life balance but what, uh, what I can suggest to you is keeping a formal conversation between your colleagues between your supervisors and between the person that who's blaming you for something and reporting that person if that's it, that that can happen okay and uh, guys we just have two more uh, small sections left after that you can put in your questions so the next is just some general tips on uh, staying mentally healthy and uh, sane for that matter. Just huh. some mental tips to improve our mental health. Hmm. I think I still, I try to make it less cliche when I was thinking about it. So I'm not going to say drink plenty of water, yoga and meditation. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say never stop experimenting in your life. Whether it's uh, an activity that you want to do, whether you want to cook, whether you want to bake, whether you want to paint. So just do it. Keep experimenting in your life because if we don't experiment, what are we, what are we here for? I, I, we are not here to live a monotonous life. We are here, here to enjoy it. So just Make your life happening by doing whatever you think you want to do and just do it. Other than that, I'm sure you've heard it. I'm going to say one cliche thing is that practicing being in the moment because a lot of anxieties come from overthinking, overthinking about the future, overthinking about the past. So practicing mindfulness. Mindfulness is basically being in the present. So just be in the moment, be in the activity that you do, be in the flow of it. Be there. And whenever you find yourself drifting from this, any, uh, from your thoughts, from being in the moment, from doing an activity, just try to bring your consciousness back. Other than that, you can fi find what you love um, about yourself, what you're good at. And engage those skills and strengths in something. Build them. Enhance them. So that you, it, it is going to just boost your confidence so much. And lastly, what we can do. Sorry, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, continue, continue. I just thought 
no yeah so i was saying and just remember that to always talk about your feelings because uh suppressing them and escaping your feelings is never going to work out for you because this this is going to come up in another certain topics will become trigger points in your life or these emotion will come in your relationships or in your professional work so let let yourself talk i know it's difficult i know it's awkward but trust me that it's going to help you in a long run moreover find yourself people who understands you and who are of like mind um, of same mindset so that you can be around be yourself around them you have a support system you uh, you can uh, rely on people because uh, we are social beings and we need support from people let's not forget that and lastly what you can do is you can seek uh, professional help if those certain things in your life feels very overwhelming for you okay so that actually brings me to the last topic for today which is when and how to seek professional help a lot of people hesitate and a lot of people have thousands of misconceptions about professional help and therapy and to everyone listening i would love it if you would pay attention to this part because mental health is a real thing and you might actually um these these myths could also be in your own head so how do you uh, when do you know that you need professional help and what does therapy look like how like what's the process that if someone goes through when they opt for therapy okay uh so knowing uh, when to seek professional help is basically there are signs and that makes you see or that if somebody needs a professional help so you there are few certain signs that you can look out for uh, these signs can be behavioral the sign can be mental the signs can be physical bodily symptoms anything uh, like uh, if there's an changes in appetite or uh, or sleep a person is sleeping too much or eating too much or eating less or sleeping less other than that you see that persons not enjoying the activities that they used to enjoy they look sad most of the time they are not uh, happy let's say they have thoughts of suicide or uh, there are attempts to suicide other than other than that you can see that they are unable to focus on task at hand <clears throat> they are um there is an inability to uh, concentrate properly uh you find yourself ruminating about the past that okay this happened i experienced this you find your uh, there's a feeling disconnected feeling uh, you are socially withdrawing from your friends your family you are isolating yourself or the, these are basic signs that you can look out for in somebody who needs professional help and these signs starts to impact your 
professional life or personal life or interpersonal life like relationship with your family or friends so the these are some signs that that are there that are that you can notice in people around you or in, in yourself sometimes so, because sometimes our emotions becomes too uh, intense to deal with or overwhelming to deal with and it's okay to seek help because it's just not gonna it, it it's not a sign of weakness rather it will going it is just going to make you stronger than ever <clears throat> and coming on to the second part of your question naman um therapy process is very easy it's more like a conversation and uh, definitely it's not just a conversation that we have with a friend not definitely not that but uh, i it's more like where it's a goal directed conversation where we try to use some techniques therapeutic techniques to uh, drive positive outcomes in the person we don't advise or give suggestions to the clients but we we believe therapy therapy believes that every solu- every problem solution to a problem lies within the person so our job as a clinical psychologist is to just help them guide towards the solution and it's just a one to one on one conversation where we definitely talk about feelings a lot <laughs> so if you are ready and if you think uh, therapy is for you and you just don't need to have a disorder or like something like depression or anxiety to come for therapy there are certain challenges in life that we face uh that becomes too unbearable so it's not for people who are mentally sick it's for everybody it's therapy people don't you see it as a treatment modality because they just see that it's for people who are mental or sick so i'll clarify on that misconception misconception that it's not it's for everybody and anybody can come for therapy that's it from that's it from my side um now one question i mean even i have which maybe someone facing this would have is that there is this uh, notion that how would they understand me how how would a therapist be able to if the, if it is just talking then how would they understand me or why should I, they, why should i pay to just talk to someone it's something a lot of people could have in their in the back of their mind so um, any clarification on that uh that's that's a question a lot of people have actually uh and that's a lot that's a question uh, that's something that a lot of people don't come for therapy honestly even if they need it uh so what as a therapist i can say that uh i'm a stranger to you and uh, i am trained to be a person who's uh, empathetic and uh, non-judgmental towards your situation or uh, towards yourself as a person regardless of uh, anything that defines you anything any like let's say socio demographic characteristics that defines you so 
in that conversation i'm just if if that's a one one on conversation and you don't want to pay me so what i mostly do what as a therapist but we mostly do is uh, give a client give something to a client that they find okay i didn't know this so this is what we usually do in the conversation uh, in the therapy because uh, not everybody is going to guide you towards your uh, your feelings and to, towards your solutions if you're talking to a friend they're just going to listen to you and they'll just say okay let's have a drink let's drink on that you'll feel better after this or let's uh, go for go for shopping it will cheer you up that's not a solution i'm not going to say that i am uh, going to say to you that okay how did it, how did it make you feel and what did it do and what there what is there to that you can do what are the solutions i'm not sure if uh, i'm able to answer your question properly but yeah yeah i i uh, no actually you did answer my question properly so to the people listening as well first of all um to be very honest um even i feel that although friends are one of everyone's framework everyone's some place to fall back upon there are certain situations where due to thousands of reasons you can find yourself in a place where either you can't communicate with your friends about it or even if you do they are in a different phase of life or they have a different perspective on it and that is why they can't help you in that situation even just you find yourself talking to more strangers or people out of out of your circle just to be able to share um, your feelings now in that situation if you go and actually opt for therapy then you can like how how much time does it take to make a friend in that same way if if i'm not wrong uh, i think that barrier between the fact that that person is a stranger should not exist and uh, i think the pay thing is also like the pay thing actually brings up a conversation that maybe although if you are independent then you can pay for yourself obviously and do not regret this because a good mindset will increase the quality of your decisions in life so rather than staying in a bad mindset for 4 months you can probably go to therapy and slowly improve that and therefore you'll be able to um, that is an investment you should make in yourself is what i feel and uh, yeah i guess that's that's basically it to everyone listening um, first of all thanks a, a lot for uh, joining in thanks a lot um, neha for you to come here and actually talk about all of this so i'm opening it for questions if there's anything else uh, you would want to add or anyone else wants to add um, that's also welcome i think i uh, i would like you to know that we only don't work out on just providing um, leading to you. solutions to your problems it's also therapy is also about building self confidence and building self esteem and uh, teaching uh, problem solving skills to the clients or being as how to be assertive in their uh, life 
so when a lot of people don't know that so just therapy isn't just about having conversation and sol- seeking solutions to problems it's more than that okay that that that's yeah so i mean yeah guys if you're listening do take a note of that so if if someone has to i think they can contact you as well on linkedin instagram somewhere yeah yeah definitely linkedin linkedin okay um so the first question acharya has i guess you you should read that um she's asking how to prevent how to prevent work from affecting your happiness i feel unhappy when i'm not able to do my work even though my progress depends on other factors which are out of my control <clears throat> i think acharya what will help you is creating a boundary between your work and your life i think that will and creating a boundary means that understanding that work is going to be there and not and not making a mistakes in your work is not the end of the world that's how you learn i know it feels like uh that it's too much at at stake but there will be opportunities available there uh and i'm sure you must be very talented person so remember that your work is a work a means to a resource so it should not affect your happiness but i'm uh, i definitely understand that creating boundaries with your workspace is very difficult so stab, uh, you need to learn how to establish boundaries maybe you can read up some books on this uh, how to establish boundaries i'm sure uh, there's a lot of rit- literature on that so that will might help you with that And, and second part is how do you communicate yeah how do you communicate very well as a therapist i'm not sure i understand this question uh, acharya can you repeat what you want to ask some colleagues do extra work as they have nothing else to do in their lives this creates extra pressure on me who is expected um, who just does the expected work i think even before uh, you answer that question this is something i have learned that there is this should do wala mindset that i should do this i should do that i see 10 people and i say that i should i should do i should be doing youtube i should be uh, posting threads on twitter doing this doing that but then i realize that i am who i am and they are who they are so i am supposed to do i'm sorry the word is supposed to i am supposed to actually not like i'm not supposed to do anything rather when i do it with choice is it actually um it even improves my emotions towards that thing so when i say that okay i choose to post on linkedin regularly and that's what i am doing then i guess that helps um over to you neha I think uh, I'm so sorry I'm not sure how to pronounce your name 
so i'll just say that uh, i'm sure this creates a lot of pressure i understand that there are other people who uh who wants to show that they are doing more than what you're doing so uh, as naman rightly said there are lots of shoulds and must so remember that you're submitting your work timely but if you do want to engage in work and to take the that pressure off so what i can provide you a solution to this uh, issue by asking for something asking to indulge in a work that you think you'll be able to enjoy so that okay it doesn't look like that you're not doing work and it also will take off the pressure off of you so ask for work that you think or present with some great idea at your work this is uh you something that you can work on and how okay. to deal with sorry yeah, yeah no sorry i just thought that was all and how to deal with pressure is by not feeling the pressure i know it sounds uh, very uh silly but uh, what happens is by using the, those statements where you think you are supposed to do something our pressure is created by ourselves only so it's in our minds nobody is creating any pressure on you so remember to be mindful of things that uh, or the feelings where it is coming from where the pressure is coming from so be mindful of that and work on those it's basically our cognitions that are saying okay i'm going to it's i'm not going to tell you what it is but uh, it's something for you to figure out any other question how to maintain um, yes. positive yeah yeah that's the question how to maintain positive vibes in family and children which is ruined by lockdown hmm okay positive vibes uh uh see it's difficult to create positive vibes uh, at all moments so remember that we can't always create positive vibes because everybody is on a different mindset what you can do is enjoy that family time by being with each other at the, in a at least one or one to two hours in a day so where you are not uh, talking about work where you're not talking about what's wrong with the other person what's uh, not happening what's happening around the world where you're just enjoying uh, a nice movie time or a tea time or a game with your children or playing with your pet so remember that vibes are not uh, you can you can't create vibes instantly you have to build them up slowly everybody has to be on a similar space so by creating a time or by setting a time so that you can spend some time with your family setting up a time so i'm saying time a lot sorry so just designated an hour in your day where you just talk about your days your feelings your uh, play games or move watch movies so everybody is enjoying in that moment let them be themselves 
Yeah, I okay. guess uh, I think Acharya has. How do you communicate very well? As in, how did you develop the skill to communicate well? Uh, just okay. like that's a question to you personally uh acharya i'm not sure how to answer that uh uh i think sometimes it's natural and sometimes you create it by practicing it practicing it sometimes uh, you can be wrong and you can be right in your communication so just practice i think that will help i uh, try not to use offensive language and words that are going to uh, hurt somebody so being very careful of my words has helped me a lot i'm not saying being very careful won't help uh, is not uh, being careful sometimes people think is uh, not a right way to go about it but you always can communicate in a constructive way always okay aman has written very often i come to a situation when i find myself completely lon- lonely in a situation even if i'm having friends and family so is there some mental issue faced by me or is it okay sometimes i think aman uh, uh loneliness also is coming because of the lockdown and the pandemic and social distancing but uh, if it stays for too long if that loneliness is also coming with sadness so i think uh, it's better that you seek help sooner than later but i hope it's not something serious uh, it's uh, might not be a mental issue it just be just be the feeling of being limited in our activities because there's not nothing much we can do about it right now feeling neither happy or sad what's that about okay i think that's okay not feeling anything sometimes it's okay you have to normalize not everything has to be overthinked about so it's completely fine to not feel happy or sad or just be feeling okay is fine yeah i guess uh, that wraps up today's uh, session i'll put in the links to your linkedin as well as all my links guys if you don't know uh, every every 15 days we have a newsletter over here where i send out the notes for all the sessions we had at the previous weeks do join the community and i'll quickly summarize once again all the things uh, we discussed today so first of all about the bad news that we hear every day it's okay to have bad emotions or uh, bad feelings after you hear such news you should normalize them and then find out if you can actually do something about it if, if you can actually act upon it if not then you will come to understand that those bad emotions do go away with time uh how do we help a friend who is dealing with personal loss or you yourself well i think you yourself i think you need to give yourself the space but with a friend do not go with cliche messages or do not go just for the sake of it 
rather if you can communicate in any way even if it's literally that saying that you are here for them would help a whole lot so communicate that you are here for them and that they can after that they'll feel free and open to slowly slowly share their emotions with you dealing with loneliness anxiety and social media first of all find a actual reliable source for your information a lot of the times the information we are exposed to is of a certain perspective coming from someone who has this certain bias rather if we find reliable sources of information other places on the internet then that helps share your anxiety understand that this anxiety this common anxiety with lockdown that exists with you and your friends everyone has that so rather share quality time with your family to so that you spend less time anxious alone and overthinking is the best cause for our anxiety so try to plan your day in a way that you don't get a lot of time to overthink then about the issues and disputes back at home except that everyone has flaws rather than having a blaming tone in your conversations talk about your emotions talk about how someone's actions made you feel be empathetic sometimes it's not even your fault but it's the situation and learn to say no learn to set boundaries and after that uh, i think you all did hear the entire mental health discussion and professional help do not hesitate to seek professional help uh, this is something from me personally as well because i if you spend let's say 10 months just in your own head overthinking that same thing again and again and just probably hurting yourself rather you can talk to someone and slowly slowly learn how to deal with it better that person if nothing will listen to you and even just sharing that will make you feel better if nothing else happens and i i just trust this process enough that they will through something or the other they will lead you to some other place and a better place in your head so with that that's all for uh, today to everyone who attended thanks for attending do click the join community button follow us uh, and do reach out to neha if you need a professional help thanks a lot neha for coming up and um, basically volunteering to do this i really really appreciate it although today the listener count wasn't high even though this was like promoted on like even uh, the founders of this app their story even had this but i don't know why i guess people did not join but we do have the recording on a podcast so i will share it with everyone and i hope this helps everyone thank you naman thank you for having me it it was my pleasure okay okay bye have have a nice day have a nice mm-hmm. day everyone one small announcement one more small announcement just as we go uh, i used to do this thing with this room which was uh, we used to wake up at 7 am every day and talk and play some music so i'm restarting that um because i think if we start our mornings well then there is much more probability of our day going well 
So rather than doing it 7 a.m., it's going to be 8 a.m. because I realize a lot of people are uh, night owls. So 8 o'clock every morning, I'm going to be coming live on this room. And it's going to be chill because there's no one on the app. There's no one here. So we can have a talk. We can just say good morning to each other. Maybe play a few of our favorite songs, vibe together for 15, 20 minutes. And then you can start your day off nicely. That's the entire objective for that. So from tomorrow, I, I hope I'll be here. So do come and check. And that's it. Bye-bye. Have a nice day. Stay healthy and mentally healthy. Bye-bye.